Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Never mind logical thought or common sense. You brave into the world every day to show that women too have a cock and balls. Hey lady, how's it hanging? Who needs a vagina? when you can still walk around with the impression of a ball-peen hammer in your yoga pants and still be considered a woman. I think I see a dick print. Yet you go out and fight every day for your cause. Because deep down as a man, you know the first thing you have to do each day is fight as a woman. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Ally of the Alphabet. You have changed the meaning of the word camel toe forever. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, July 30th, 2023. Pebbles. <laughs> Coming in with Mercedes, boy. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you, Pebbles must still have that Mercedes 35 years later because uh, I haven't heard anything from her since. <laughs> By the way, was that the Mercedes that started it? Did you hear that thing? This song is called Mercedes Boy. All right, but basically just saying if you want to take a ride, my Mercedes Boy, there's so much shit I'm going to do to you. Right now, <laughs> go back, go back and press play and listen to that. When she started the damn car, it sounded like it was laboring. It didn't sound like a Mercedes. It sounded like a, a diesel truck turning off. Jesus Christ, there, pedal. I, I, I think one of the reasons why I brought this in this week was because I was talking about how excited I was about that Flintstones reboot. And it is about pebbles, right? As Fred used to call her his little pebbly poo. So I figured I would come in with her. Finally, we got a nice day. And typically I do these on Saturdays. Well, the first segment, as you guys know, do these on Saturdays. And last week was just Africa. It was, uh, it's so gross. It's just so fucking gross. But it's about 80 degrees out there right now, which doesn't make for that bad of a thing with me with the air conditioner off so i'm grateful for that at least i gotta tell you man your old buddy's in pain okay i'm in pain right now and man and i don't even know how it happened this is this is why i say don't get old okay my back is out right now like bad okay not as bad as it's ever been but it's pretty fucking bad but the weird the difference between this and any other time was Anytime I throw my back out, there's a trigger that does it. You know, whether I be, you know, swinging a golf club or, you know, I'm picking something up that's too heavy or whatever the case may be. And right at that moment, once you hear that pop, you know you're fucked for a week, you know. This has been weird because this is the first time I've ever had my back be out. But, like, 
I woke up and it was just like a little bit, little bit stiff. It wasn't even like that bad. And it, it, and, and that was like three days ago. And now I'm like it. So it went reverse. <laughs> it's like it's like I was in a little bit of pain, and each day it gets progressively worse. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh my back! What's the matter, Elroy? Oh, I believe I slipped my disc again. Oh goddamn! Another 45-year-old surprise. Here's what's going to happen to you, you dickbag. <laughs> but no, I'm in, I'm in pain today. But I do have a few things that I got to get to before I get started here. And the first one is I just got to check on you guys. Is everybody okay? I have to know. I got like, Are we all right now? Now that we're a few days removed from this? For those of you who didn't hear, we had a tragic loss this week. Sinead O'Connor. I don't give a fuck. Either killed herself or die. I don't know what happened. I really didn't read that much in the story. But Sinead O'Connor died, and I could not believe the attention that it got, not just on social media, but people were texting me like... What are you texting me for? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Me of all people who do, I, who I do not give a rat's ass when a celebrity dies. Okay, like and and, you're, and people were sending it to me, and I, and and here's here's what I thought about. I'm like, okay, let me see if I got this straight because Americans. One thing Americans do is is we give we make people into like icons and legends after they die. Like my dad said this all the time. Because he knew I was like a Doors fan. And he's like, man, you don't even know about Jim Morrison. I'm like, what do you mean? What you talking about? <laughs> like, I know everything about the Doors and Jim Morrison. And he goes, oh, yeah? Well, how about this? When he was alive, okay, everybody thought he was a kook. He's like, he was running around doing stupid shit, jumping up on cars and talking like an idiot. You know, and he was all spaced out. He's like, everybody thought he was a kook. They liked his music, but they thought he was a kook. He's like, but then he died. And he became Jim Morrison. You know, this this big mystique creature. And that's what we do. We 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 give people the keys when they die. Like, all right, Sinead O'Connor, all right, was famous for a song that she did thirty years ago, and she didn't even write the fucking thing. I, I <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure most of you know that Prince wrote that song and 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 she did it. I I personally believe Chris Cornell did a better version than she did. She did a great version of the song. Don't get me wrong, but out of nowhere she came out in like 1992, whenever the fucking song came out, and here comes this bald chick on MTV in in a black and white video singing, you know, like she's about to commit suicide because her boyfriend left her. That she didn't even write. All right? And she has not done dick since then. She's done nothing. Now, well, I should say for American pop culture, maybe she was, you know, still something in Ireland because that's what they said, like Irish singer dies at 56 or, or whatever it was. But like I had, and here's the thing, ever since that song in the, in the early 90s that she didn't write, she stayed in the news somehow because she's some fucking whack job activist too. So I guess that's why she kind of stayed relevant. But like you did one song that wasn't yours 30 years ago and everybody's like like we're mourning we're mourning Sinead O'Connor now is that what we're doing Jesus Christ no 
<laughs> now I, I I'm not that cold. Okay, it's a shame. It's, it's a shame when anybody dies. But I don't. You guys know me. I don't hold that reverence for death because it's not like something that only happens to select few people. Nobody's getting out of here alive. I say it all the time. It was her time. That's that. I'm moving on from Sinead O'Connor now. And the next thing before I get started here. All right. Unless unless you guys have been living under a rock for the last week. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not to go politico, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. This is a, about a politician, but this uh, this isn't going to be a political clip. This is gonna, this is basically telling you, all right, that like these people are. Listen to me, all right. These people are stealing our money every fucking day, and what gives it away more than anything else? The fact that half of them are fucking corpses. Okay, half of that Congress building is weekend at Bernie's. And, and they all need to go because like you just you should not be working when you're 82 years old any job I never heard of half of these guys and the ones I do know are way past the prime most of these guys never had a prime but they know when they retire that those handouts go away from lobbyists they, they they also you know they lose the the ability to launder money through bullshit bills from the American taxpayer dollars and all the other crooked corrupt shit that they do just look at how much they're worth. And that will tell you who's corrupt and who's not. And and that's all public record. All right, but I, I, I did go down a political rabbit hole. But what I'm trying to say is, did anybody see Mitch McConnell this week? This guy here is dead. Cross him off then. If, if that is not an indictment, I mean, first of all, you got the president who, who can't walk. He can't speak. He can't do anything. And he's on the wrong side of 80. He shouldn't be there. Now you got Mitch, Mitch McConnell comes out on national television. Okay. And he goes to like talk to the media and he, he goes, you know him. He's got the gizzard, like the freaking like he's, he's, he's got the rooster neck. <laughs> but, and he's, he's actually a guy like he looks like, if you look at Mitch McConnell, he looks like the people that are on our money. Like those guys that wore like the circular glasses and like the white wigs back then, like Benjamin Franklin. He looks like Benjamin Franklin, this fucking guy. And he does. He looks like he's going to keel over and die at any minute. And in this particular instance, comes out to the media and proceeds to have a fucking stroke (laughs) or whatever the fuck that was. A seizure, something. I don't know what it was. All I do know is you're 82 and you're worth $150 million and you should just ride off into the sunset there, bitch. Okay? He comes out there and starts a fucking sentence and and just went into a blank stare for 19 seconds until they had to come up there and get him. And when I tell you the stare on his face, the only thing that I can equate this to, if, if anybody hadn't seen it yet, you'll probably laugh after you hear this when you do see it because he fucking, the look on his face when this whole thing was transpiring was that of if you've ever seen an infant while they're shitting in their diaper you know like they'll have (laughs) they'll laugh and the next thing you know everything just goes blank (laughs) and and (laughs) and that's exactly what happened and they they had to come up there and get him and they like they he they he had to walk gingerly off to the fucking thing (sighs) it's like you people gotta go you're you're making us look bad 
and and not only that, you're stealing our money. All right, so please, please, I don't know who has to do do somebody do something. We got to get rid of. The, we have to clean house and get rid of everybody because. <laughs> Oh, my God. Janet Yellen, she's 162. Who's the other one? Nancy Feinstein or whatever the fuck her name is. She's like 97. I don't, I don't think that's her name. I forget what her name is, but she's fucking old. And if you're that old, you should not be able to, be, to work in the American government over the age of 70. And right now we have about, I don't know, 12 to 15 people over 80 years old. And it's like, why are you still here? Oh, that's right. Money. Anyway, good to be back with you guys as always here as I'm just getting started now. And just to let you know, <clears throat> I know I sound like a broken record a lot when I say this, but I can confidently say right now, as of this moment in the, what was it, 107 or 106, whatever episode it is, as of this moment right now, I have more material than I've ever had, which is a good thing. You know, because it's like I pluck what I want, I carry the next over, and my baseline list each week just keeps on growing. So it's like I can just come in here and pick whatever I want. The, the thing is, what am I going to pick to get started here? I went into 7-Eleven. They got those, you know, I told you guys, they got those glass Coke bottles that I love. So I go in there. Right, and I, I I've told you about this Seven Eleven before, and I told you exactly what I'm about to tell you now. But like this was this was even worse. See, there's something about like when you're in a place that you're supposed to be in and out of. All right, if you get in line and you see that there's like an episode going on, and you're in that line longer than you're supposed to be, it's like I I start getting it. I start breaking out into a rash because it's a convenience store. It's supposed to be convenient. You go in, you go out, then there's always some dickhead. Who's holding the goddamn lineup? In this particular case, I was sandwiched by two assholes. More on the second one in a minute. So I go to the back, I go to the case, I grab two Coke bottles, right? And I, I go to the front, and I notice that there's a whole family at the counter at, at the 7-Eleven, okay? And it was a Mexican family, husband, wife, and four kids. And here's the before I even get started on this, I I was ready to beat their kids. That that's that's where we were at with that. You know they're running around like maniacs, just grabbing shit, opening it up, like like what the fuck are you doing? And and then they always got. Here's the one thing that I can't stand. You ever you ever just <laughs> were you ever standing in a line or you're or you're out somewhere right? And there's like a kid, and they're like four or five years old, and like if you're standing behind them in line, they just incessantly stare at you. Like you're an alien. I had one of his kids doing that to me. The other ones are like running around, bumping into people, grabbing shit, opening bags of chips, doing all this other shit. The dad's on the fucking phone. And, and the mom's just sitting there like with a dumbfounded look on her face. So I'm like, okay, what what is the hold up here? What, what is the problem? First of all, he's on the phone. You guys know how I feel about that. I was already fired up. Second of all, again, it's a convenience store, and you're standing there, and it doesn't seem like anything's actually happening. There's no transaction going on. In fact, there wasn't even anybody behind the counter. It was at that moment that I thought, fuck this, I'm just walking out. Everybody else does. You just run into a fucking CVS and take $1,000 worth of shit. Nobody does nothing. I don't think they're going to miss a couple Coke bottles, but then, you know, I have a moral compass. So I stood there just, you know, marinating in my own fury. 
So finally the guy came out, and I've, I've told you about this before, and I will never, ever in my life be able to wrap my head around this. He came out with the pizza box, with the fucking 7-Eleven logo on there. They got, they got a whole pizza. Did you ever have, you know, things that you see in your, you know, everyday life that your brain just blocks it out? Like, you know that it's there, but you don't know exactly what it is because your, your brain just says, no, like you're, you're not doing that. You know, I got more on that in, in, in later on in the show here, a place that I passed by a million times and I had no idea what it was. But like when I walk in, I don't go into 7-Elevens much, but when I do, all right, that whole thing where, where they have like the pizza and their wings and, and hot dogs and whatever the fuck that is, okay, my brain automatically tells me that is garbage. So I do see like a big box there, but I don't actually, you know, know what's in it because I, I don't, my brain doesn't even look at it. You know what I'm saying? So like, what was this? Did this guy get home from work and go, hey, man, you know? I feel like I'll get a pizza tonight. Let's get a pizza, okay? Everybody go get, uh, go get dressed. We are going to the 7-Eleven. It can't be like that much cheaper to the point where it's like, all right, well, you know, it's not as good as like a regular pizza place, but fuck, it's, it's $11 cheaper. I can't see that happening. But I told you, that's not the first time I've ever seen people. Like, people go nuts over this pizza. And, and, and okay, okay I'll, 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 I fibbed a little bit. I've looked at it. It looks gross. You know what their pizza looks like? I swear to God. Order a pizza from any local pizza place around you, okay? And then leave it, like if, if there's two slices left, leave it on your kitchen counter overnight. You ever see that? Like when you, you open up the pizza box the next day, like what it looks like, and the cheese is all like, uh, it's all hard, but it's got like that dried up little, those little, th- that's what it looks like. And then, and then the guy pulls it out of the fucking, oh my God, it's gross. All right, and, and then the guy, you know, he's on his fucking phone. I swear to God, I almost gave this guy a pile driver because he, so he, he takes the box off of the fucking thing. And again, he's trying to do this whilst on his phone. And I'm like, guy, can you, can, can people just fucking not be on the phone when they need two hands and they're in fucking public? Thank you very much. He couldn't. And not only that, this dipshit, you, you, ever, you ever see this move? They're, where they're holding the phone in their right hand, but they're talking in their left ear. That's what this guy was doing. He was all twisted up like a pretzel, and now he's trying to go get this fucking this pizza box, right? And he picks it up, and with his with his left hand, he's all twisted up, and he dropped the fucking thing, and 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 a slice comes out of the box, face down on the fucking counter. At that moment, I'm I, I'm looking at the guy behind the counter, like you see these two bottles, like you're this is going to be in the red for you. I'm about to walk out the fucking door. This is ridiculous. So the guy gets him like a paper towel and he gives it to the guy with his right hand and his left ear on his fucking phone. Now he's trying to clean up. Clean up. Take your fucking trailer park pizza and your family and get the fuck out of here, please. Going on like minute 13 in line in a convenience store. So a guy walks in as this whole thing is transpiring. Now... There are some questionable white people in Narstown <laughs> at best. All right. They're questionable people at best. All right. Now, 
this guy walked in, all right? It, it, he looked like he rolled out of a fucking hamper, okay? Like he had stains. He, it, just, it was disgusting. I'm not even going to go through this guy's getup because he looked like a homeless person, right? And I'm sitting here going to myself. I'm like, these fucking, this, this family here better take their pizza and get the fuck out of here so I can get wrung out because if this guy gets behind me in fucking line, I'm getting bed bugs. You ever see those people? I mean, be honest. You see people in public where you're like, ah, don't get too close to me. I don't want your bed bugs. You could just see it. And I got to tell you, all right, as I've, it's well documented here on the C-Rod podcast about, you know, my, my hate for in, in, intruders and the things that I will do to them if it does happen, all right, I will tell you with a degree of certainty that my biggest fear is bed bugs. That's my biggest fear in life, more so than a heart attack. <laughs> I want to get bed bugs. So when I see crusty-ass people like that, I'm like, dude, get the fuck away from me. Now, thankfully, he was about four or five feet behind me in the line while I'm still waiting for, you know, Alejandro to get his family the fuck out of here. But it was in my head for the rest of the night. I, I got I got home, sitting out on the balcony, and any time I had, because I was outside it, that night, I think, at nighttime, it was like 88. It was, it was, a, it was boiling. So what I'll typically do in those situations is I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get some ice. You know, I'll take an ice cube and just like, you know, I'll rub it all over the back of my neck and like my face and shit. You know, and then when the wind blows, you get a nice little, little chill, you know. But I, I, I'll tell you, man, when that happens, you know, as you're starting to dry up, like the water from the ice, like will start to trickle down in areas and it like tickles. Oh, man, I was, ta- I was talking myself into I had bed bugs. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the kicker was after I got rung up. All right, the, the, you know, this guy's behind me, and like this is this Seven Eleven is in West Norton where they don't allow fucking plastic bags anymore. So I'm grabbing my bottles. I'm going to you know go my merry way. And as the guy walks up, what did he say to the guy behind the counter? Yeah, two slices of pizza. What the fuck is it with that goddamn pizza? Sell it to the bed bug guy. But I'm pleased to announce that I am bed bug free. Thank God. This drives me nuts when I see those people. But let me see. I'm, I mean, I'm over time for a break here, but I, I'm, I'm going to get into something else. I mean, at this point, it, there's no such thing as overtime anymore. You guys get it every fucking week. So what the hell's the difference? <laughs> what the hell is the difference? All right, I got people messaging me. They're like, that's, he's like, that's the first thing that I check. How long is it? <laughs> like, all right, well, dude, you're getting over an hour, but you... You're getting over one today. I, I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how our behaviors have changed in the last 15 years. I talk about this all the time, but how much social media has, has just put on this facade and kind of like made, it made us dumber, but it also made us think, or at least me, think a different way, right? Now I got, <laughs> I have certain friends on my friend list that I haven't seen in 30 years. All right, they were just like grade school friends, and like you know, when you first got on the Facebook, you're like, "Oh, I wonder what happened to that dude, Mike, from fourth grade." And then you look, I'm like, "Oh my God, he's here!" And then your friend requests him, and then and you're friends, but you never talk. You're, you know what I'm saying? Everybody has that on their Facebook friends list, and if you don't, you're you're probably a communist. However, if you haven't talked to certain people in 30 years, you can only equate their personality from what you see that they put on Facebook. Right? If, if it's one of those guys that, like, every single thing that their kid does, they got to post it. 
I guess fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? And then, or maybe I don't know. Just the people who post their fucking highlight reels. You know, you know what I'm saying. The selfie people. You know, all that shit. Oh, okay, I got the best life in the world, and usually they're the most miserable people. You know, or or the guys like I tell you, the guys that post like 13 events in a row that they're interested in, or 13 dogs that are fucking missing, or or whatever the case may be. I was talking about the meme lords last week. Actually, I like that. But the people that you just don't talk to, that you, you, the, you, the only way that you can, you know, kind of muster a personality together from what you remember from the guy in fourth grade, and then from what you know from what they actually post on Facebook. You know, could you could you imagine being somewhere? I don't know. Let's say you're at like a Phillies game, right? You go to the Phillies game and you see that guy that you haven't seen since fourth grade, and a guy that you pretty much hate on Facebook for all the shit that he fucking does and posts and and acts like an idiot. You probably even unfollowed him, all right? And then you, you get to the game, you, you find out he's sitting right next to you, right? And so it's like, all right, well, all right. so we drink some beers together, watch the Phillies, and you're sitting there talking. By the end of the night, you're like, you know what? You're actually a pretty cool dude. I, I fucking hate you on social media, <laughs> but but I, you're cool as shit in real life. And that is exactly what it is, if you think about it, okay? People, and, people on social media and what they are in real life are two completely different people. Now, now we are all, <laughs> now we are all schizophrenics. We all have multiple personalities. Some of you have a personality in real life, and then a different one on Facebook, and then a different one on Instagram. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is going on? I don't understand it, but not for real, for real. I am up against a break here, man. My God, this is going to be tough. I could just feel. I'm just sitting here, and I can feel it in my back. I got to go get up and and do shit. After I, you know, mix like, cause I'm mastering it down. All I got to do is put the compression on, like I said, and just let it play. So in that 20 minutes, I got to try to multitask, but I don't know how I'm going to get this done, man. Fucking back is killing me. That's fucked up. Get off my lawn. And this entire bullet list that I, I don't even know what I'm going to pick from yet. So make sure you keep it locked right here on the C rod podcast back in a flash. Hey guys, Christian here, and you still haven't gotten that home improvement job done yet? For that, I got two questions for you. One, what are you waiting for? And two, what's the biggest investment that regular people like you and me are going to make in their lifetime? Of course, it's going to be their home, right? It's a 30-year commitment. You're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you always want to protect that investment, but you also want to enhance that investment and make it look as good as you possibly can in and out, and that is where my friend Chris Jackson comes in. I've been telling you about this guy for two years. He's the leader of his industry. Nobody is better in the Philadelphia area. You can trust me when I tell you that. And essentially, he's a one-stop shop because there's nothing Chris can't do. He'll do general and custom carpentry, custom design, custom built-in cabinetry, high-end custom-built tables and chairs, elegant staircases, high-end home bars, refinishing basements. There's nothing this guy can't do, and he does it better than everybody else. And he said something to me one time that made so much sense when you speak to quality. He said, if you want to get your kitchen redone for $7,000, I'm not the guy you want to call. And that really stood out to me when it comes to quality in his field, because he knows the game. He knows if somebody's going out there looking for the cheapest price possible, you're going to get some shady contractor who's going to use poor materials, he's going to have shoddy labor, 
and then you're going to call them back in two years when everything falls apart and get the same thing done again. Then two years later, get the same thing done again. Two years later, get the same thing done again. When you could have just called Chris the first time and got it done right the first time. When you call Chris Jackson, he is going to use the top quality materials with precision labor, and he's going to get it done right the first time. It's going to be built to last. It's going to be built with class. I told you before, this guy was never around in the summertime on the weekends because he was outside hustling, perfecting his craft. And now 20 years later, he's at the top of his industry, and he's at the top of his industry for a reason. Like I told you before, go to his website, cjacksoncontractors.com. His Facebook and Instagram page are linked to that website, and you can see all the work that he posts every day. And every single day, this kid blows my mind. So what are you going to do when you need your next project done? You're going to call my buddy, Chris. Action Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors, the Cadillac of contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. Welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. Denise Williams, right? She's basically, she's gloating, Denise is. She's gloating about how great her man is. I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to write a song about him. I'm going to call it Let's Hear It for the Boy. Let's hear it for my man. All right, listen. Yeah, give him a hand. You know you got to understand. I get it. I get it, Denise. All right. What I don't understand is how far we've come as a society. (laughs) How far we've come as a society now. You know, back then it was like, I'm going to write a whole song about my man. That's how great my man is. I got to write a song about him. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. And anybody going to take him but me. And we've graduated to this. You ain't shit. You're just like your dad. You don't do shit. And you never got to mouth to shit. All you ever do around here is eat, sleep, and shit. <laughs> my man's a bum. And that's what they sing. Don't they these days? Listen, the only the only thing I know about female rappers today is there is they are talking about the most raunchiest shit in the world. Don't make make me even quote some of the terms that they say. It's disgusting. All right, but isn't that what they do? They basically just rip guys all the time now. I mean, we went we went from Denise Williams to to to, to this to, to Cardi B. That's what we went to. Ironically enough, that is like the third song from the Footloose soundtrack that I played on this show. And ironically enough, I have never seen the movie. Maybe some of you out there right now are like, oh my God, you've never seen Footloose? No, I've never seen Footloose. Here's the thing, all right? Sometimes there's box office smashes that I have no fucking interest in watching. It could be for a myriad of reasons. All right, like I never got into all that. Like, like Greece, I've never seen Greece, and I will never see Greece. And I, I don't, quite frankly, I really don't even want to look at John Travolta's giant fucking head and his butt chin and his. I don't care. 
You know, I didn't see Footloose. There's a lot of movies like that where people are like, oh my God, you've never seen that. What is wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with me. I know what I want to watch and I know what I don't want to watch. However, I will say, you know, of course, the Game of Thrones and the Stranger Things, you know, I went outside of my realm, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for everything, okay? Here's another movie I've never seen and I have no interest in seeing. There's a, a, a plethora of them. But I have no interest in fucking Star Wars. I've never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. I've never seen a Star Trek movie in my life. I don't get into that shit. I, 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 I never watched Footloose either. I've never seen Top Gun. People think I'm crazy for that. But there's a lot of movies. I just, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about that, so I'm not going to watch it. Just because everybody's watched it doesn't mean that I have to. But anyway, I did watch Dirty Dancing <laughs> more times than I care to admit, only because my it was it was a me and my sister thing, you know. Like my sister had things, you know, that that when we were growing up, you know, I I just did because she was my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like even the music. I mean, Christ, you know, she she grew up listening to Denise Williams and and Madonna and Janet Jackson, and it was playing in the other room all the time. It was just like familiar music. I'm like, it's good. But I watched Dirty Dancing for my sister. And I, I you know, whatever. But you know, fuck, foot loose, fuck that. Anyway, my fucking back, man. Jesus Christ, it fucking hurt. But you remember, I, I wanted to say something, uh, you know, about food real quick. Because when I was saying on the other side there, how like, you know, when you, when I, went, I go into the 7-Eleven, my mind just mentally blocks out, you know, shit. <laughs> and there was this one place, okay, it's right at the intersection from hell. And I and when I say right at it, it, it's right at it, but it's 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 in All right. You remember the place where I went where I thought Nars Beer Company was? I was back in the weeds. It's it's back in that area. And I passed by this place a million times. Now, last night, you know, I had I had a hankering, you know. It's like you know, some days I wake up and I know exactly what I want to eat. You know, and uh, but some sometimes there's just things that I want to eat. It's just I don't have any good options to to get it anywhere. You know, of course, barbecue. Like barbecue is one of that's one of my favorite foods ever. It's like Italian barbecue, you know, and, and a, a whole plethora of other things. But there's no good barbecue around here. There's just not, and it, it's it's hard to find. It's hard to find good barbecue. I think the closest outside of Sweet Lucy's, which I really enjoy, which is at like Cotton and State Road. Closest to me, good barbecue, probably Jesse's in Southern, which is that's like a 45-minute ride for me. Anyway, I wasn't even talking about that. I I wanted some soul food, man. <laughs> like some, Whenever I get soul food, I wake up and my body says, get soul food today, you know? So, but the thing was, again, in Norristown, which is a shock, Norristown, there's no good soul food. I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, so I'm looking up. I, I go soul food, <laughs> soul food near me. And I scroll down and I see this place called the Frozen Spoon. And it's a mile away from me. And I'm like, again, how, how do I not see these fucking places? I, 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 I've been here for three years. You know, what's up with that? Right. And so I, I you know, I, I look in and Google reviews. I had like 150 reviews, 4.8 average. I'm like, all right, let's see what they got, right? So I go in there. Now, apparently, they used to be just, they, they were strictly an ice cream and water ice shop, right? Now, <laughs> this is a beaut, 
All right. So so apparently they added soul food like over the years, right? So I I look on the thing and I'm like, okay, they had beef short ribs, you know, like off the bone, like stewed, right, over rice. Right, so I got that, and it came with two sides. So I got my my ultimate two soul food sides, which is mac and cheese and collard greens. All right now. I'm sitting here, much like Norris Beer Company, and I go on the freaking thing, and it's it, it, it's listed on Lafayette Street, which I don't know exactly where that is, but it's like right off of Main Street, which is like the intersection from hell. Now, I put this thing into Google Maps again, again. Google Maps should just fold. Google Maps and Google Weather. You should just fold as an app. You're, you stink. Two places I wanted to find that were one mile away from me, Google Maps has failed me. So now I'm I'm going around a wild goose chase looking for this fucking joint, right? So I like I I'm, I knew I was in the vicinity. I'm like driving around this little, you know, this this dicked up area with the with the weeds and all that other shit. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm waiting for like Isaac from Children of the Corn to appear. Right? And then right down at the very end of like the cul-de-sac, which is actually annexed on the, the intersection from hell that I pass by every day, I saw a bunch of brothers hanging down there. I'm like, that's got to be my spot. <laughs> brothers, you can help me out with the soul food. Where, where is it at? Right? I, so anyway, so I drive, down, I, I drive down there and I get like to the dead end. Right, and I see like there's like a like a little uh, ice cream emblem, like little light that's in the window. It says frozen spin. I'm like, all right, now I'm in the right place. Right, so I walk into this fucking joint. I got dying. <laughs> I, I could have walked in there, okay, a hundred times, and there is no, there's nothing at all that signifies that this place is a restaurant or that that they even serve food. I walked in there, all right, and there was there was this big, huge, like a big country brother talking to another big country brother. Like these dudes were like they were they were some big dudes, right? And and they're sitting there talking to each other. And there's a girl behind the counter who I can only make out that she was making a drink for herself, and I mean like an adult drink. Hell yes! Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> you know, but she was pouring like apple juice and. Uh, I know what she was doing, but nobody said nothing to me. Nobody said, hey, how you doing? Hey, 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 hey. But I look over, right? And it looked like, this fucking place looked like it, it was being gutted and, and like flipped. Like the flooring was ripped up. There was holes in the walls. I saw a goddamn sawhorse. There, there, there was all, there's circular saw. I'm like, am I in the fucking, like, am I in a frozen spoon or am I, am I on a construction site here, guy? Okay. Like, is anybody going to say hi? What's going on? So the big, the big brother, I was behind him because he was talking to the guy. He was like kind of like on a mezzanine level, right? And and the guy was like leaned over. He had like his, his elbows up on the um, on this rail that looked over like this little mezzanine area, which was completely torn to trash, right? And then I looked to my right, like where the girl is, and I and I see like a, a bunch of spices. <laughs> I see like garlic and, and onion powder, you know, industrial size. I'm like, oh, I guess that's the that's the restaurant portion of this. Like, where are we? And, and, and uh, did you make my food? And, and, and B, where exactly did you make it? Because this, this, like this looks like a place where people would squat. Hey, so, so finally, the big country brother turns around. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? How you doing? I'm like, the guy was the nicest guy in the fucking world, man. You know? 
I'm like, good, man. I'm like, you know, I said, I know this food's about to be good for as hard as it was for me to find you. Usually when you can't find the joint, the place, this it, it's legit. It's like, oh, man, yeah, you're going to like, man, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about a thing. You're you going to like, you You take the nicest guy in the world. He goes, he said, hey, wait, what you doing tomorrow? I said, what? Like, what? <laughs> you making plans for me now? He goes, yo, they, we having a car show tomorrow, man, from 11 to 8 o'clock. Yo, stop down, man. Yo, come down, hang out and shit. I'm like, damn, dude. You know, and, and when I read the reviews of the place, because like I said, it was like 150, almost five-star reviews. One of the things they said, like the owners are the nicest people in the world. And and, and I'm, I I guarantee that he was one. And then, you know, the girl behind the counter was like, you know, they, it was like, it was great. It was, I mean, other than the aesthetics, it was a great experience. Now I'm like, all right, the food, right? So he he just, he, he wanders in the back. He goes, oh, did you order? I said, yeah, I ordered for Christian. He goes, oh, okay. He goes in the back and he and he brings it out and the girl like like he looks at the girl and the girl's like yeah that's it that, like give that to him because another girl was coming in at the same time. So he gives it to me. He's like, all right, man, I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm like, you're not. But all right, man. <laughs> right. Oh God, I took this fucking shit home. I got I got to tell you. All right. The appearance of the place was not at all indicative of the product that they actually pushed out of this fucking thing, okay? I got to be honest with you. That the it, it, that may have been the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life, number one. Two, it would have been the best collard greens I ever had, but they were missing the one-to-one caveat. You're missing the one caveat that, that, that true soul food cooks know what to do, like put in. I was actually kind of shocked and taken aback at the fact that it wasn't there. But they didn't have that little pieces of turkey neck that are in there. They weren't there. If they if they would have been in there, they would have been the best collard greens that, that I had ever had. And and the short ribs, my God. It was like two or three like big pieces, and you would just take like two forks and just pull it right apart. Like it was it was oh my God. It it well, I'm so glad that I found them. You know. So I will definitely be uh, be, be going back there because it was fucking delicious. But anyway, I got a quick follow-up here because I <laughs> actually got my hands on some leaked footage. All right, it's a, it's a clip I'm about to play for you guys in a second, right? But it's a follow-up on, on, on our, my boy Mario. All right, and Super Mario Brothers. You know, I talked about, you know, what the gist of the Mario Brothers was. The guy was on Mushrooms who created it, and then Donkey Kong and the whole nine. And I kept on, you know, I would reiterate, I was like, you know, why is it that these beasts keep on, you know, capturing and, and, and kidnapping this this princess? It's like, maybe she's making herself a little too accessible. Why is she keep on getting taken? Like, why did, did you need to see that coming? Like, if you, all right, if you were like a 12-year-old kid and somebody with a white van came with a Snickers bar and you actually took the bait and you went in and you came out of that fucking thing alive after whatever the fuck happened to you do, do you think for one second that that, that person's going to get anywhere near a fucking white van again i don't know the, the princess seems to keep in plain sight in front of donkey kong and whatever the fuck that the, the koopa paratrooper whatever the fuck that thing is from super mario brothers right now i i i thought about it as i'm you know i was as i was doing both bits i didn't even say it when i was doing the bits but as i was doing them i said to myself i'm like Poor Mario, because like if he better be getting some action, <laughs> if he's going to remove himself from installing a fucking fill valve on a toilet to go run out and, and rescue this fucking princess, right? He better be getting a little action on the side. 
turned out that Koopa Paratroopa ended up kidnapping the princess yet again. And, and you know, there's a visual to this reel, this clip that I'm about to play you, but basically Mario has fucking had it. He's had it, and, and, and rightfully so. You know, he could be in the middle of, of you know, fixing a pipe leak or something like that, and I, I guess his, his phone goes off, and it's like, oh, the princess is in danger again. You got to drop what you're doing. No meatballs for you tonight. You're burning the midnight oil, and he's got to go and run through with what I've already talked about, these turtles and these goombas and all these other fucking things. So recently, Koopa Paratrooper got his hands on Princess again, and Mario came to get her, and this tape leaked. Shit! Mario, I have captured the first- Now hold on a second, you! You! What the fuck is your problem? You stupid cunt! Wow, you're really mad. What number is this? Do you get off on being captured? You stupid bitch! Easy there, buddy. Do you think I don't have a life? Do you think I don't have shit to do? I'm a goddamn plumber! Do you need me to step outside? I've or? killed so many motherfucking turtles! If I see another one of those goddamn things! They're just doing their job, man. And don't even get me started on you, you fat fuck! You think I'm fat? This is the last time! The last goddamn time I'm saving your stupid ass! We're gonna go home and guess what you're sucking! My balls! When are we when are we gonna do our fight? If you wanna fight somebody, go find my fucking retard brother! I'm sick of this shit! <laughs> Whoever made that is a fucking genius. But he so basically the visual is it's like it's like the castle thing that you fight in the, you know in the Mario Brothers games. And he and he's about to walk across the bridge, and he's there with the with the princess. You know, the, the guy that sounded bouncy. That was the Koopa Paratrooper guy. And he's like, <laughs> he walks and he goes, "Wait a minute, you!" <laughs> he points to the princess. He's like, "You fucking bitch!" Oh my god! And that, that is, I think that's if cartoons come to real life, that's exactly you know what arena you're getting yourself into. Now you guys know how I get about sayings and words. And all that kind of stuff, and I'm, I'll get into that on the tail end of this. But I, I have to, I, I got to. <laughs> you remember a long time ago, I was telling you guys where, like, you know, the American people are obedient and afraid of the word policy. Like, if somebody says the word policy, then that just shuts the whole conversation down. And I'm like, why, 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 why is policy like the be all end all word, right? I've noticed, and this was, this was from an email that I received, and then I, I just kind of, I kind of, you know, went down a rabbit hole myself and, and tried to pull some out of the sky. And I only came up with like another one, but I know that there's plenty of them. It's magic phrases. You ever see these people who will use a phrase thinking that like that that's like the golden thing to say, like it's you're going to get everything you want because you said this, right? We we run our we have display banner ads. I told you guys before that like you know if you're reading an article on your phone and all the annoying articles that pop up, then you got to x all out of them. It's the most annoying ad you've ever seen. Might as well throw your goddamn money out the window. But we run them on three networks. We run them on like a, a regular like display network, which is like over 500 popular websites where these ads will show up. We have the Microsoft Audience Network, and then we run them on Facebook. So we'll basically chop your budget into three, right? 
So in order for us to legally advertise on Facebook on your behalf, you have to connect your Facebook to our, our, our advertising platform. And Facebook makes it damn near fucking impossible. You know, it's like if anybody else was made an admin on your business page or if you ever worked with another marketing company, Facebook takes that thing and now the guy that created the page, you don't have the proper level of permission to connect. It's a fucking shit show. And, and, and of course, it's par for the course for Fuckerberg. Make everything difficult, you fucking dickhead. Zombie-looking fucking big forehead movie screen movie theater. Fuck. But that makes it bad for me because then I—it's a whole thing. I won't even get into. All right, but I had this one right where we were going back and forth. All right, it was a sales rep and and the, and the, the client and her, and the guy's like, I just don't understand this. He's like, I created this page off of my personal page. What the fuck do you mean I don't have the correct permission to do it? I'm like, it's this not us. It's Facebook. Okay, this is you know unfortunately, and he did. He said he worked with another marketing company. I said, well, that marketing company is the only one that has the proper level of permission to connect the Facebook page. All right, but it's not the end of the world. If you don't get it connected, there's two other networks and we'll just do the budget 50-50. No big deal, okay? So now, the fucking, this bitch, some of these people, they, they, they got real balls. But this, this fucking bitch, she hits me up with a Microsoft Teams message. And she goes, yeah, um, I need you to call. Like, I'm with, the, I'm with the client right now. I need you to call and help us, you know, connect this page. I'm like, yeah, uh, the, the thing that we already spent 45 minutes on our consultation and I already deemed that he doesn't have the proper level of the mission to. And it's not like I'm sitting here waiting for you to call me. Like these people think that like as soon as they reach out to us, we're going to pick the phone up and call. I'm doing calls myself. I'm doing my fucking job. If you want to fucking call me, get it scheduled. Give me a time like a fucking regular person. You, you asshat. So I didn't get back to her for like five minutes because I was on a consultation. And she five minutes later, she's like, I need you to call me. And she copied her fucking manager on the goddamn Teams chat. <sighs> so I, 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 I fired back while I was on the consultation, and I tagged my manager. I was like, you want to play this fucking game, bitch? I was like, I'm on a consultation right now. I cannot call just because you're there, you know? And then she goes, I really need more of your support, Christian. <laughs> I'm like, you got it. 45 minutes and we couldn't I, like did you, did you find out that the, is the marketing company able to connect that page did you find that out because if you're calling me to call you to do the same fucking thing that's the definition of insanity you fucking cunt back so then she came with the magic phrase well we really need to you know we really need to get this connected you know because since he's paying for the service we have to Oh, 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 you said, oh, now he's paying for the service, and now I'm going to feel guilty because the guy's paying monthly. He does have a Facebook page to connect. I couldn't give two rats asses, all right? He could do one of two things. He can call the old marketing company and have them fucking connect it, or you can connect. A, you, you can build a skeleton page and connect that. Facebook just wants something connected. Oh, since our client is paying for the service, you, you oh, oh, that was the magic phrase. That's that's the one that's going to make me tell the people on my consultation, hey, I know we're having a consultation right now, but, you know, somebody somebody else, you know, he's paying for our service, so fuck you. I'm going to go help him do something that we already know he can't do anyway. Thank you very much. Policy is the magic phrase or the magic word. You know, we got these assholes. <laughs> I have found, okay, like I said, if I missed my calling outside of this podcast in my life, if I missed my calling at all, I should have been a fucking detective. Because <laughs> like I said, I pay attention 
to everything and every little mundane detail, okay? And what I've learned is everybody that's in my department in our corporate office are a bunch of fucking bums. They're bums. Like, they run from work like cockroaches when you turn the light on. I swear to God. All right? Now, here's the thing. When people, I've told you this before, when you're in the sticks and you hang out with the kid up the street, you don't, you don't know that you, you don't know how to move and shake. You, you just don't get that. You know, when, when, like I said, if you're around 50 people, you got to see who the con artists are. You got to see who the scammers are. You got to see who the assholes are. You know, you got You got to figure that out quick. You know, it, it's like they say, if you don't spot the fucking sucker in the room in the first half hour, you are the sucker. And these people they do this shit like I can wa- I can see. I have programs to watch everything that they're doing. So when we're sitting in that queue, there's a batting order. And the batting order is based off of how much time that you it's been since you've taken your last call. So if you haven't taken your last call in three hours and everybody else is below three hours, then you're next in line. That's the way it works. Right? So a lot of times there's a lot of people who, like I said, they do not fucking do- – you're supposed to be in the queue all day, and they don't. It's like, where the fuck are you? Like, where are you? This is the reason why they're bringing us back to the office. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just like, all right, come on, bro. So I sit here, and it's the same like five or six people, okay? Whenever whenever you get – so you have a pane on your screen, and it tells you where you're at. So it'll say like you're 11 of 14, or you're 9 of 12, or you're 6 of 8. That's your position, you know, as far as like you are on the line, right? So when it gets down to two, when you get down to two, the pain turns green. It's basically saying, like, be ready. You're getting a call in like within the next 10 minutes, right? Whenever these fucking people get green, they panic. And they're like, I don't want to take a call. I don't want to take a call. And then they go into the fucking into the department chat, and they go, uh, you know, we really need to be in the queue. Uh, if you're not on a break or you're not on lunch, we really need to get in the queue. And whenever the, the, this one bitch does it, whenever she fucking does it, as soon as she does it, I go and check where she's at, and she's either two or one. So she's basically saying, everybody get in because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking lazy slob, and I don't feel like taking a call, so I'm hoping people have more idle time than me, so I'll jump back down on the line. And these people do it every motherfucking day. And it's like every single time they do it, they're in the same position, and, and, and it's, it's the same bullshit, and these are all the people who are out of the queue half the day anyway. It's like we're sitting here doing what we're supposed to be doing, Right, and when you're out of the queue, your clock doesn't run. So that means like I'm taking two consultations before they're even having their first one for the day because they feel, oh fuck it, everybody else will do it. And and yet they're the biggest martyrs in the fucking chat. Like oh, I just did this, and they they just kiss ass. That's all they fucking do, and it's disgusting. But the thing is, is like we are so severely short-handed now that like the call volume, there's never going to be more than four or five people in the queue at a time because we're all on calls. They, they they shot themselves in the foot that way. Because they don't know how to adequately staff people, and that's not my problem. That's that's not an MP. That's a YP. Okay. Now, when these people go in there and they go, oh, you know, we're down to three and all the queues. Uh, let's 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 make sure we're in when we're supposed to be. They think that's a magic phrase, as if like, okay, if there's twenty people in the department and four people called out that day, that's sixteen people. If eleven people are on active consultations, that leaves you with five people. If two other people are making you know, website proof calls or anything else, that means there's three people in the queue and it's just, it is what it is. You're not going to go in there and be like, oh, uh, you know, there's only two people left in the queue, so let's make sure we get it. That's not going to magically create consultants and put them into the fucking queue. You fucking, and this bitch, this particular bitch, oh my God, she looks like a, all right, 
love child. You guys know I always do the love child thing. If this person had a, had a love child with this person, this is who it would look like, okay? And I want you to picture this. If Peppermint Patty <laughs> from the peanut gallery had a love child with John Candy, it would be this bitch. And every day when she gets down to second or first and she wants to, she's allergic to fucking taking calls, which is her job. Everybody makes sure you get in. I'm too lazy to take a call. And it's like, no, there's nobody left. There's nobody left, you dumb fuck. By doing that, you're not going to magically just get people to, to do your job for you, okay? What with the magic fucking phrases? Everybody's got a magic phrase. And they think, like, you know, somebody has like a, you know, a, Say they got like a 25% off coupon. They they got it like whether you're ordering food, you know, say you're placing an order, you know, they got to let you know 15. Yeah, because we got the coupon, right? Yeah, we got the coupon. Yeah. Yeah, we got the 25% off coupon. You're going to take 25% off, right? Because we got the coupon. Oh, yeah, I know. You hand me the coupon, I take the 25% off. It's not like it's a magic word that you're going to fucking. People have magic phrases. It's insane. And they think, oh, I'll just say this and I'll get whatever I want. No, no. Go kill yourself. And two other quick nuggets <clears throat> regarding this subject. And, and <laughs> there's just things, as you guys know, there's phrases that I think make no sense. I've covered that on the show. And then like just things people say that I that I pick up on. And, and, and I got two more where I go, people say this shit and it, it's like they don't even bat an eyelash. They, they don't. <laughs> it's just weird. And I'll, I'll actually start it here local and, in, in, you know, in the Philly area. Well, actually, I think people nationwide say this, but like when I was growing up, all right, there were <laughs> there were a lot of Kenzo terms thrown around in, in in certain you know houses of like my family or my extended family or whatever. I.e., like the basement was called the cellar. <laughs> yeah, you put that down there in the cellar, and then the fridge was the ice box. Right, and the ultimate, the ultimate Kenzo statement, okay, was the living room was the parlor. Yeah, put it in the parlor. But this was a term that came with it, and people say this, and they and they say it with a straight face and don't even think, like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, my God, I'm so, whew, it's so hot outside, man. I'm thirsty. And like, oh, yeah, you want, you want a glass of ice water? Ice water. <laughs> um, ice is... Water and it's frozen form. Yeah, I want a glass of ice water. Ice water. You're basically saying I would like a glass of water. Water. Pizza, pizza. I, I don't get it. And you can actually reverse the two, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Water ice. The fuck is water ice? <laughs> you know, like when they say Italian ice. Okay, then you know it's it's flavored ice. But water ice. What the fuck? You can turn it around. You want some iced ice? It's just it's what it is. Ice, ice, baby. Uh. <laughs> no, but I think the ice water thing. I think that's nationwide. I, and and the reason why I don't know why this just popped into my head, but in the Departed, when Leonardo DiCaprio was like, you know, he was he was trying to hide or whatever the fuck it was, and he goes over to Martin Sheen's house. And he said another Philly term in there, too. He, he's trying to calm him down. He's like, ah, oh, you want some ice water? <laughs> he says, don't. And he goes, oh, let's go have some supper. Supper. <laughs> some, some of these fucking words these people come up with. 
Now, this is a phrase, again, it's it's just like water ice and, and ice water where you're saying, like, wait a minute, but you're saying two totally opposite things, and you're putting them together. It's when people say, like, they're going to open up a statement, all right, and they go, now then. Now then? What the fuck does that mean? Now then? Is it now or is it then? Like, which one is it? You can't be now and then. Can you? I don't know. What, what the fuck does that mean? Now then. It's like up, down. Like what? <laughs> I just don't get it. And with that, it is time for the get off my lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get up. Get off my lawn. I swear to God that these kids are going to be the death of me. The ones that are two doors down with with by my head count three couples and two babies but i know there's more because when i I played this is like the third or fourth time i talked about these fucking idiots all right and i know that they're letting way more people crash there because why else would you have 15 people on the balcony screaming at each other on a sunday morning at 9 a.m These kids in their late teens, early 20s these days, they have no fucking, they don't give a shit. They have no shame, number one, and they don't give a fuck about anybody or anything but themselves. They have no respect for anything. They have no respect for their fucking elders. And again, (laughs) I remember hearing this shit when I was a kid going like, oh, fuck you, guy. (laughs) You know, and it's the same thing that they say to us. But I mean, I'm going to tell you, my generation was not nearly, it's not even, you can't even compare the two it's like these these people are fucking hooligans they're animals we didn't we didn't run into wawas and fucking loot we, we didn't do any of that shit all right maybe i broke a window or two <laughs> but the shit that they do anyway it, it, it's getting to a point where i'm gonna have to go confront them because the, the things that they're doing it's almost like they're they're doing it on purpose meaning like what, what what's everybody else gonna do to me what are they gonna do like they go out with that attitude like, I'm going to go be loud and, and be disrespectful, but, like, what are you going to do about it? I'll do something about it. I'll put 45 years into your fucking ass, pal. So, every single night, all right? Now, I'm not sleeping, so it's no big deal, but other people are. Every time they come home from wherever the fuck it is that they are, like, these fucking weirdos, okay? They come home about 11, 12 o'clock at night, sometimes 1 in the morning, all right? And they basically let the cat out of the bag that I think only one person has a key to the fucking place out of the, out of the 42 people that live there. Because every fucking time, every night, and they come home one at a time. All right, but here's what they do. This is this is their this is how they get into the house, okay? Don't don't have a key and go unlock the door and walk in like a normal person. They, they, they park their car wherever it is, and the guy will walk up to the fucking balcony. He stands, you know, on the sidewalk in front of the second floor balcony and just goes, Hey, yo! Hey, yo! I feel like I'm watching Juice every night with, with Bishop. Yo, Q! <laughs> fucking screaming at the window. 
I, I don't know. It's 2023. Maybe text the person that can open the door. Did you ever think of that one, dipshit? Or maybe even call them. I don't know. Knock on the door. And every time they do it, the whoever's inside never hears them. And they just say, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Bro, I'm going to curb stomp you if you don't shut the fuck up. So on, on Friday night, all right, the, one of them comes to fuck home and starts, hey, oh, the fucking bullshit, okay? And I was in no mood. And he did this. I shit you not. He did I, He did it until I went in. He, he It was like 1135, and he did it until 1 o'clock. I don't know. Maybe you think they're sleeping, or, or maybe they're not home, and you're sitting there for two and a half hours. Hey, oh. And they, they got fewer and farther between as the time went on. And as I'm going in, they were like every three minutes. It's like, like maybe you should give up. Or I don't know, knock on the door. Or I don't know, get a key. I fucking hate these people, man. I, I, I hate them. And it seems like all communication is like that with these fucking people. You know, like... <sighs> Like the other night, like the, like they'll sit there. And they they if they're outside, they like they yell up as if as if like you're in a house and you're yelling upstairs. No, guy, you're in the middle of the fucking street, disturbing people. This fucking guy went down to his car to go grab something from his car. You were gonna go downstairs, walk across the street, be out of the house for thirty seconds, and then you go upstairs. And what's this fucking dipshit do? He goes across the street, right? And 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 from across the street. He goes, yo, babe, yo, babe, and said it four times. After the fifth time, when he said it as loud as he possibly could, she goes, why, why, what you want, what you want? Coming down the fucking balcony, he goes, yo, put my sandwich in the microwave. Who puts a fucking sandwich in the microwave to begin with? Who taught these people how to live? Jesus Christ. Fucking out here like like it's like you know what what's this fucking Rocky? Yo, Paulie, your sister's with me. I'll call you back later. See ya. Hey yo. It's time for that fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's fucked up. This is a subject that's been loosely brought up on this show, but it's just getting light. And I knew this was going to happen right at this time, okay? But again, it's, it's you know, the global warming scam and, and the fear-mongering that people are putting in. Because they want to spend as much money as they can on it because there's really no money to go into it except into their pockets. I say this all the time. But I love how, the, like, there's so many people who actually are still scared of what people say, like, you know... The, the, Everything on the news is just fear-mongering. Everything. They want you to be afraid so you vote a certain way. That, that's basically what it is. And now and now it's not global warming anymore. Here's the fear-monger term. Have you heard this one yet? It's global boiling. Yeah, yeah, it's global boiling. They said, they said the ocean temperature. This is the bullshit that they come out with and people believe it. They said, oh, the ocean temperature was five degrees warmer than it's ever been ever on the planet. What they failed to tell you was, is they do that in five foot deep waters where like the temperature is going to be that hot in the summer. 
They take the ocean temperature like like a half a mile deep. And they took it in, in shallow piss water. See? See? Look! I saw a reel the other day. There was some fucking congressperson talking, you know, at, at some hearing. Going like, oh, you see now? Does anybody see now? It's right in front of us. Look at the southwest right now. There's, there, there's a heat wave. It's 118 degrees. Yeah, it's the fucking desert. In July. There's a, a heat wave in the northeast right now. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's summer. What? It's summer. People aren't freezing to death in New York. It's summer. No, it's just summer. You dickhead. <laughs> and everything is for fucking fear, man. What's it like out today? Oh, it's 80 degrees. Where, where, where's global warming then? All these toxic trains derailing that's going to fuck up climate change? Where's Greta Thunberg? Crickets. How dare you? It's it's just the biggest fucking scam going, and it's, it's, it's funny as shit, you know? Like they... Like I said, until the Statue of Liberty needs to take a, you know, doesn't need to take a pumice rock to her feet anymore, I'm 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 out on the on the the climate change thing because it's 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 the biggest scam in American history. We need our vehicles to be zero emissions. Do you realize that that's apt? It's 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 physically and factually impossible to do. By the way. I think Ford's losing like $4 billion on electric vehicles this year. I was shocker. It takes more fucking coal and diesel power, okay, for those fucking generators. And, and you know, what do you think? Those charging stations, they just go and like throw a bunch of seeds in the ground and these big charging stations grow out of the ground? These fucking nitwits. And then how about, oh man, one of the greatest things happened last last week. I fucking love it. You remember I was telling you about, you know, they, they threw the, the Campbell soup on the on the painting, you know, to say, you know, fucking stop oil and shit like that. Well, I told you about the one guy that, like, got out of the truck and just started dragging people across the street. It was fucking fantastic. That guy was arrested and charged, by the way, but it was in a different country. Um, he'd probably be charged here, too, the way shit's gone. But anyway, this fucking, these idiots, idiots, I tell you. Idiot you are. All right. <laughs> so these dipshits, they all, you know, they all, they all lay in the middle of the street and fucking stop oil, like stopping people from going to doctor's appointments and going to work and commuting and all that kind of shit. Like, what did they do? You know, that's why these protesters don't even know what they don't even know. Because it, again, you're, you're, you're go stop oil and climate change. And it's like, you, you realize that you're, you, the reason why you're sitting in the street right now, like a dipshit is because you listen to the news. And you don't have your own fucking brain. Well, these assholes try to, you know, take it one further because when the the Campbell soup caper, all right, what they did, what now these bitches got locked up too. They super glued their hands to the wall, like I'm not going anywhere. Oh yeah, well, w- watch this. When we just rip your hand off like a band aid and put you in fucking cuffs, you little bitch. And they were like 14 years old. Again, these kids, like Greta, Greta Thunberg, like she was, she was bamboozled by the news, and then she became this stink eye activist. It's like, you fucking people are so stupid, all right? But this was the best one ever, and, and you deserve every fucking thing you get. So they decided, oh, we're going to cement ourselves to the ground. They'll never get us. Oh, really? You, you think? 
So they got a mixture of fucking glue and cement, and they cemented their hands to the street. Wow, what a clever move. You're basically saying you're not going to move me. Well, guess what? They all had to have their hands amputated. You want to know why? Because maybe, I don't know, maybe you should have thought, what are the consequences if I if I cement my hand to another surface? What's the backlash from that? Did you ever think of that one? Genius. I know you didn't. Well, uh, let me educate you. If you put cement on your hand and cement your hand to the ground and that cement cures and hardens, it, you're never going to get it off the, the, the top five layers of your skin. It's, it's, it's part of you now. So they all had to have their fucking hands cut off in the name of global fucking warming. How's that working out for you now? I hope it wasn't your good hand because the only benefit you'll have from that is every time you masturbate, it'll feel like somebody else for a little while. And you're going to have to learn to, to, to wipe your ass in a very awkward position. I hope it was your, I hope it was your bad hand that they took away. And I can't wait to see those idiots because they were like 19, 20, just like everybody else. All the activists are teenagers and, and 20 year olds who, who are easily influenced and don't think for themselves. But I can't wait until you're actually older. Because I always say, you know, like when you're young, you vote with your heart. When you're older, you vote with your mind. Wait until they get into that phase. Like, I lost my fucking hand for this total fucking scam. The fact that they have been touting this shit and they actually use things that are right in the season that they're supposed to be to still fucking scare you. So we can easily pass bills to spend billions and trillions of dollars that we don't have on a problem that just does not exist just to make themselves fucking rich? That's fucked up. And furthermore, here's another fucking thing, okay? Here's another thing if you guys, you guys stop doing it on fucking Facebook. A couple things, in, in fact. Remember I was telling you about the broom thing? Oh, look, my broom stands out. I can post a picture of it. You're a fucking jerk off. But you know, you ever notice this one now? I notice this all the time. Whenever there's a rainbow in the sky. Look, you took a picture of the rainbow. And, uh, yeah, and then you, sc- you scroll down the next 72 people who took a fucking picture of the same goddamn rainbow. It's not a unicorn, it's a rainbow. And by the way, I fucking hate rainbows. I'm not a rainbow guy anymore. I see a rainbow, I actually get upset. You want to know why? Because I now associate that with the soup. The soup took the rainbow from us. In a much more simpler time in life, I used to love the goddamn rainbow. It reminded me of good things, like Skittles and Lucky Charms. Now I think about a 300-pound hairy man in a goddamn thong, and I'm not interested to take your rainbow pictures and, and stick them up your sister's ass. I don't need to see this. Oh, look, there's a rainbow in the sky. Oh, it would be a fucking crime if I didn't report it. I guess we are turning into that Don't Look Up movie. Oh, don't look up. There's a rainbow in the sky. Holy shit. 
Look, I took a picture of a rainbow. And then people, and then people do the thing. They they put the pose like you know like the, 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 the there's the rainbow and then they stand there and they'll put their hand at the bottom of the rainbow like the rainbow's coming out of their hand. Oh my god, you're so clever! Holy shit! Fucking dipshits. But speaking, there's one thing I forgot here. <laughs> this is great. Speaking of like speech and the way people fucking talk, this is just oh my goodness, this is this is fucking phenomenal. Because there's certain things that people do when they talk, like that they don't realize that they do. And when once somebody calls them out on it, it's nearly impossible to get rid of. They're like you know, like it's it's part of you now. Now this one isn't really like talking. I'm just going to give an example here. Do you ever see the people? Now this usually is more in. With younger people, when I say younger, I mean kids, but sometimes people take that into their adulthood too. You ever see the people who, like, when they're talking to you, right, they'll, they'll, they'll say the sentence, right? And when it's your time to reply, they'll they'll say the sentence, like, under their breath. You can see them mouthing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't really get any sound out of it to, <laughs> to, to demonstrate it. But it's like, are you going to the store today? And they just mouth it. Did you ever see that? It's fucking weird, man. All right, but this and now now this guy, I'm about to play this real, okay? This guy. I applaud him because it's like when people do dumb shit like that, I'm going to call you right the fuck out on it. And this guy did. It was like it, it, she did it twice and he was like he looked at her like, "What the fuck is the matter with you?" Now, I'm not going to tee up what she does like I normally do, okay? I'm going to let you hear it first and then I'm going to let you hear <laughs> And then I'm going to let you hear him call her out on it. All right, and then I'm going to play it again because then now you'll be looking for it. All right, just check this out. That cash grab. Who the fuck's going to pay me to be on OnlyFans? A lot of people. Do you watch? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know you do that. Wait, what? When you end a sentence, you go, um. Mm -hmm. All right, now now I'm going to play it for you again. You know, this this time you're looking for it. All right. But that cash grab. Who the fuck's gonna pay me to be on OnlyFans? A lot of people. Do you watch? Mm -hmm. First of all, how fucking annoying is that? Mm -hmm. And second of all, now that you've heard that, how many people do you know that do that? Not people. It's usually women, and it's usually women who are full of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm hotter than you. I'm glad the dude called her out on it because like, <laughs> you, you guys know me. This could qualify, you know, in the misophonia arena because if I'm sitting in a room and somebody does that, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start sweating right away. I'm going to be like, listen, you need to stop talking like that. You need, <laughs> you need to grow up. Like I said, you could go on YouTube and fix any speech impediment in, in 10 minutes. You don't need a pathologist these days. You got one right on YouTube. He'll get rid of your speech impediment in five minutes. <laughs> it's kind. <laughs> Billy Bob Dorton, <laughs> Dorton, Billy Bob Thornton did it in Sling Blade every time he said something. It ain't got no gas in it. Mm. 
<laughs> I like the way you talk. Mm. <laughs> I reckon mm, I want some mustard and biscuits. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I... And you should have seen this broad in the video. All right. Like I, when I looked at her with the makeup and her and the look that she had on her face, I'm sure you can even picture the smug look that was on her face every time she went. Mm. You could tell she's a bigger fucking whore than a, than a goddamn cranberry. Oh, why? Why would you? Why would you? compare cranberry and horror christian why would you do that have you ever walked down to the juice aisle in your fucking supermarket cranberries do not fucking discriminate when it comes to procreating what do you got you got you got cran grape pomegranate grape apple grape fucking every grape in the in the goddamn world cran everything go down that fucking aisle that fucking cranberry is a whore all right <laughs> I got to say, though, I being here for as long as I've been here now, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I know the bums, like the bums where, like, wherever they're at, like what intersection am I? Like, right, this this intersection's got the, the fucking, you know, the guy with the long white beard. This one's got the kid. This one's got the and they have their own little post up stations. But some of them are, are like they're they're traveling uh, bums. And, and without a ride, I, you know, I sit there and say to myself, man, you're really fucking moving. Like if meth or whatever it is that you're on, oh, speaking of which, I got to go down a quick rabbit hole real quick. Speaking of drugs, have you seen this shit now? It's not even fentanyl anymore. Oh my God. I saw, so I saw a video the other day on Kensington Avenue. Apparently there's this guy who walks down the street and pretty much, you know, like, so look at all these people, like all the zombies fucking standing there. Right. So, so. There's this shit, I know you probably heard about it, but there's this shit called Trank out there now. It's like it's fentanyl with like a, with a side of this. And you get addicted to it, but it eats your flesh. I saw this video last night where this guy's going on, and there's a guy laying on the ground. He's got bandages from his wrist to his elbow. And he goes, pull that bandage off, man. He, he took the bandage off, and it was like he was a burn victim. Like, it, it's completely eating his skin away, and they keep on doing it. Like, they, they get so addicted, they do it. Oh, my God, it's fucking scary as shit, man. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Wait, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, oh, oh the bums. So, I was in Bridgeport. When I was in Bridgeport, oh, that's right. Okay, so I went to the Wawa to to grab cash before I went to the, the Lehigh Valley game with with Jay last week. And I and and there was a guy out. There's always a fucking guy, right? And I mean, anywhere in these Norristown, Bridgeport, there's always and it's the same thing in Philly. There's there's somebody, some fucking bum asking you for money. I've talked about this before. Now this guy was he's basically sitting next to the trash can, up against the wall, talking to himself as they normally fucking do. And this guy looked like a cracked out, methed out, redheaded Kevin Bacon. Like could be Kevin Bacon's fucking twin. So I get out, I look down the fucking thing, he's talking to himself. I'm like, man, fucking Kevin got hit. He's not doing well these days. 
Fast forward about a week. I'm in Jeffersonville. I forget what I was doing. I forget where I was. But he was in front. No, it was another Wawa. I had to get ice. It was another fucking Wawa. And he's sitting by the fuck. I'm like, wait a minute. How the fuck did you transport? Jeffersonville and Bridgeport aren't right next door to each other. It's a good, eh, let's see. It's a good four miles, and and the only way you're going to get to Bridgeport is you got to walk, you know, on the intersection of Hell, which is like a major highway. I'm like, why? What's the difference? I just don't understand. <laughs> I just fucking that that redheaded, cracked out Kevin Bacon's got me fooled. I'm like I I'm like, and that was the thing. I've only seen the guy twice in my life, but he he looked like Kevin Bacon so much that I recognize him right away. All right, now let me pause for a second. That's all I got for you guys this week. <laughs> I had to consciously think about doing that. So, all right, you, Jamie, you got what you wanted, but you're still probably upset now, right? It's, it's the end. No matter how I say it, I'm going to say it eventually. You got another long-ass episode out of me, though. See? I'm good to you guys. Speaking of which, I've been meaning to bring this up for, for a, a couple weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's such a good sport too because you know i'm not a lot of times when i make fun of people doing things i'm just doing it for humor you know but one of my favorite 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 listeners of this show all right i won't say her whole name but amy you know you know who you are all right <laughs> i feel so <laughs> she hit me up like two weeks in a row right and and it was like things that were directly like she was just an innocent bystander and happened to get in the way. <laughs> she, all right. First of all, she's got two first names. All right. And, and listen, I've always, I've listen, I've always loved you to pieces. Okay. Like even when we were kids, all, <laughs> I never, ever thought that of you ever. I'm just thinking about the ones that are shifty people. You are you're, you're one of the, the most wholesome people I've ever known. All right. <laughs> so, she's got two first names so she sends me a message on facebook she's like i feel violated like fucking like what the fuck right and her married name is also a first name and she's got three first names like i said i'm like now you can qualify to be an assassin (laughs) it's fucking great oh man but i love you though and then the other thing was is when i when i made fun of 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 campers and i and i knew i knew i was going to get a whole slew of shit about that and i did Oh my God, the campers! You guys, you guys are a cult, and and the hikers. And I, I've also gotten messages where like people are like, "Yeah, the hiking is bullshit." Everybody says they hike these days; it's not a fun activity. To each their own. I get that, all right? But like, I, 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 I feel like I attacked her inadvertently two weeks in a row. So I'm sorry. I'll do better. Maybe I won't because I had no idea to begin with. But you know. As always, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your listenership, and you're one of my favorite people. So just, sorry. <laughs> you need to get a hold of me, Christian, at the crodpodcast.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger, or you can text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. Coming up on about an hour and a half here. Things I do for you guys. But you guys know I love it. I say it every week. I'm actually sad right now. I mean, we're at the end of the goddamn show, but it is what it is, and we'll have to wait until next week. This 
is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Hey! <laughs>